Today is Tuesday, December 7th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Tuesday, not as cold and partly cloudy. Highs 20 to 25, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, not as cold and mostly cloudy. Lows 10 to 15, southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Wednesday, windy and not as cool. Mostly cloudy in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour, increasing to 20 to 30 in the afternoon. Wednesday night, windy and mostly cloudy. 50% chance of snow, lows around 15. West winds 20 to 30 miles an hour, decreasing to 10 to 20 after midnight. Thursday, colder and mostly cloudy in the morning, then clearing. Highs around 30. West winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Thursday night through Friday night, mostly clear with lows 5 to 15. Highs 25 to 30. Saturday through Sunday, windy and mostly cloudy. Highs around 40, lows 25 to 30. And Sunday night and Monday, mostly cloudy, lows 15 to 20. Highs 35 to 40. With around 50 members of the public in attendance Monday night, the Haver City Council voted 8 to nothing against a motion to reduce the classification of Haver from a Class 1 city to a Class 2 city. The vote followed a boisterous public comment period where eight members of the public spoke, seven of which were directly in opposition to the reclassification. Many of those in opposition cited a section of Montana Code that says a Class 2 city can have paid and volunteer firefighters, while Class 1 has to have an entirely paid department. The council said they have no intent to move to a department with volunteers, and any changes would have to be approved by the council following a lengthy process. Class 1 cities have a population of over 10,000, but an exception was carved out by the state legislature in 2003 to allow towns with a population between 9 and 10,000 to be Class 1. So at next month's city council meeting, the council is expected to vote on using that exemption to remain in Class 1. The Valley County Sheriff's Office says a married couple living in Glasgow were killed on Monday afternoon after the vehicle they were in collided with a train. The victims have been identified as 32-year-old Dylan Castle, who was the driver, and his wife, 27-year-old Bica Castle. Sheriff Tom Boyer said the vehicle was northbound on Liberty Road, heading towards Highway 246 at around 12.10 p.m. when it T-boned a BNSF train that was going around 65 miles an hour. It's unclear how fast the vehicle was going. The gravel road, which rises up about 6 feet, to meet the tracks before descending back down, does not have traffic control and was slick at the time. The scene has been cleared and the Montana Highway Patrol is handling the accident investigation. A Haverman accused of killing a fellow inmate of the Hill County Detention Center on November 17, 2019, pleaded guilty to deliberate homicide Monday in Hill County District Court. Jesse Shane Valdez, who was 24 at the time of the incident, admitted to killing 57-year-old Gordon Cochran in a fight. At the hearing, Valdez said he didn't intend to kill Cochran, but was trying to injure him. District Court Judge Ashley Harada presided virtually from the Yellowstone County Courthouse. The state of Montana is recommending Valdez be sentenced to the Montana State Prison for 100 years with no time suspended, and they're not recommending any parole restrictions. The sentencing hearing is expected to take place in late February or early March. The case was scheduled to go to trial this week before Valdez decided he would plead.
The Fort Belknap Community Council has voted unanimously to move the reservation into Phase 3 of their reopening plan. This is effective immediately and scheduled to run through January 2nd. Fort Belknap had previously been in Phase 2B of reopening. The lifting of curfew restrictions will continue, but travel restrictions remain in place to areas determined to be hotspots. Businesses can operate at their normal hours, but mask mandates remain in place except when eating or drinking. Tribal offices, local Fort Belknap transportation buses, and local gyms and community centers are now allowed to operate at 75% capacity. Essential activities are now allowed without approval from local disaster and emergency services. The plan can be modified by the council if the situation changes. Now taking a look at local COVID-19 updates. We'll start with Hill County, which between December 4th and 6th reported four new COVID cases and four recoveries. Total case count for Hill, 3,503, four active, 3,428 recoveries, 71 deaths. Over in Blaine County, they announced that between the 4th and the 6th, they were notified of one new COVID case, four recoveries, and one new hospitalization. Total case count for Blaine County, 1,517, with 12 active, one hospitalized, 1,476 recoveries, 29 deaths. We did not receive any other local COVID updates over the last 24 hours, so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start off with that daily COVID update from the State Health Department. Today, Montana reported 423 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 193,005. Active case count 3,266. Active hospitalizations 184. Death toll 2,777. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 94, Gallatin 71, Cascade 31, Flathead 27, Missoula 24, Lewis and Clark 21. And looking at the vaccine update for today from the state, Total COVID vaccine doses administered 1,251,475 with 525,292 Montanans fully immunized. That is 51% of the eligible population. The woman killed in an apparent murder in Billings Heights over the weekend has been identified as 67-year-old Cynthia Cook. 29-year-old Jonah Bergman of Billings is the suspect and has been arrested. The cause of death has been determined to be multiple stab wounds. Police Lieutenant Brandon Woolley said the victim had suspicious signs of trauma when law enforcement found her body in a residence on Saturday after a welfare check was requested. Woolley says the suspect was found walking across a local street and was taken into custody after being questioned. Governor Greg Gianforte's office announced Monday that the state is petitioning the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to remove Endangered Species Act protections for grizzly bears in the Northern Continental Divide ecosystem, citing robust population counts and touting the state's ability to independently manage Montana's grizzly bears, which have been federally protected since 1975. The Montana Free Press reports the petition seeks to remove federal protections for an estimated 1,100 grizzlies in western Montana. The petition also asks USFWS to designate NCDE bears as a distinct population segment and expand that designation well into eastern Montana, which would allow for the delisting of grizzly bears across most of the northern half of the state. The Montana Free Press reports that two Republican state lawmakers spoke to Montana's Legislative Council Monday to reiterate an appeal made earlier this fall for the formation of a special legislative committee to investigate alleged irregularities in Montana's 2020 election. 
That appeal was originally submitted to legislative leadership in an October letter signed by 86 Republican lawmakers. Speaking to the council during public comment, Republican Senator Teresa Manzella of Stevensville acknowledged the challenges outlined in an October 15th response from legislative services, namely that forming such a committee would require approval by a majority of the state house. Manzella presented the council with two possible alternatives. Appoint a committee composed solely of state senators, which Senate President Mark Blasdell has the authority to do, or poll House members by phone, email, and traditional mail, quote, for the purpose of determining if they would be willing to support that vote and that special select committee, end quote. Manzella requested that funding be made available for the investigation from an account set aside for the Legislative Council to deal with emerging issues or possibly from federal COVID relief funding allocated to the state. She suggested the latter might qualify since Montana's decision to conduct the 2020 election by mail was a direct response to the pandemic and, quote, created a lot of the problems and allegations that we're seeking to sort out, end quote. Republican Representative Brad Cheetah of Missoula also stepped to the lectern Monday to encourage the council to act on the request. Cheetah echoed Manzella in characterizing the push for a legislative investigation of election security as citizen-driven and repeated his claims of irregularities in Missoula County's 2020 general election. Those claims are based on a citizen count of ballot affirmation envelopes conducted last January by a group called the Missoula County Election Integrity Product, of which Cheetah is a member. The group, which has since been renamed the Montana Election Integrity Project, gained access to the envelopes through a public records request made by Cheetah to the Missoula County Elections Office. Missoula County Elections Administrator Bradley Seaman has routinely defended his office's practices as well as the county's 2020 election results. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel. For Hill County, winter wheat $7.95. Spring wheat, $9.65. Blaine County, winter wheat, $7.85. Spring wheat, $9.60. Liberty County, winter wheat, $8. Spring wheat, $9.65. Shoto County, winter wheat, $7.95. Spring wheat, $9.65. And Phillips County, winter wheat, $7.80. Spring wheat, $9.55. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Dina Rudio, 53, passed away due to natural causes at a residence Saturday, November 27th. Cremation has taken place and memorial services will be at 2 p.m. this Thursday, December 9th at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home with Isla McClenahan officiating. A reception will follow the service at the Haver Elks Lodge. And that's going to do it for your Tuesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember... Seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.